0: Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see. Good morning and welcome to this another podcast from Morning Meditations. We're glad you're with us today and trust that uh, you're going to hear God and God's going to bless and enrich your life. Well, let me give you my email information, and we'll get right into the Word of God this morning. Uh, My email address is lhart 7 at AOL.com. That's L-H-A-R-T-0-7 at AOL.com. Keep that before you, and let us hear from you, and encourage our hearts as we try to encourage your hearts. So this morning, I want to continue in the book of 1 Samuel. I I uh, get sometimes caught up with uh, what we're reading here and seeing and, and and it just seems that we need to share another uh, word today from this. You know, yesterday we talked about the glory has departed and uh, I, I don't like having to uh, share something like that. I, I'd rather be talking about, boy, we're seeing great revival in our land, and we're seeing people uh, again worshiping and loving and serving God. Uh, But my friend, I believe that we have drifted away and uh, God has blessed so much and we've allowed that blessing uh, rather than to uh, cause us to worship him, it's caused us to uh, put our uh, interest too much in other things. But I want you to be aware today that after the Philistines had Taken the ark of God. I, I, I said to you yesterday, there is only one God, only one God. And I want you to know, all. Oh, there's a lot of false gods, little G-O-D-S. They're little idols made by man, but they're not God. Uh, they cannot uh, talk. They can't walk. They can't do anything. And yet, a man can be so foolish to make something himself, and then bow down and worship that. What a foolish thing, Uh, but yet it happens. And so uh, here in the Philistine uh, nation, uh, they've got a lot of gods. They've got one God here called Dagon. This is their big idol that they have, that they worship. And I I just, I love this little uh, part of the scriptures. I want to share it with you this morning in, in kind of beginning and setting the stage here. Uh, the Philistines uh, in chapter 5 of 1 Samuel, they had taken the ark uh, to Dagon's temple. They had a temple for their god Dagon, and when the people of Ashdod arose early the next day, there was Dagon fallen on his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. Now, uh, Dagon's this big statue, and they've put the ark of the covenant in there beside it. And the next morning when they get up and go, there's Dagon falling over at uh, at the uh, on his face as though he is bowed down to worship the God of Israel. And uh, they put him back in place. But it says on the following day, they rose, there was Dagon falling on his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. His head and his hands had been broken off and were lying on the threshold only his body remained now i, I said it, it's humorous to me to, to think of this how even an idol that's nothing the power of god caused that idol to fall down as though worshiping god and then when they put him back he falls his hands and his head come off and and uh, what a, what a, it it was obviously uh, it's kind of shattering to their minds and their hearts and trying to understand it. But do you see what I'm trying to say to you and me today? If yes, there's only one God. There's only one God. That idol was nothing. He was just made of stone and clay and and he'd fallen on his face. But our God, he is the Lord and he is God. And even the idols uh, will fall before him. And so these people, they've, they've got the Ark of the Covenant there. They only see it as a God, just like they God. They don't see that it is not God, but it represents God. And God is at work. There is a God in heaven who sits on his throne and rules over the heavens and over the earth. And so uh, these people begin to have all kinds of sickness. They had all kinds of problems. Where's it coming from? It's the mighty hand of God. And they moved this thing around from one city to the other and everywhere it would go there would be sickness there'd be tumors there'd be uh, problems and and so they finally decide we need to get rid of this thing we, we need so they actually devise a plan and they uh put uh, the the ark on a cart and with two cows to pull it and 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 so on and so they uh, they want to get rid of it I thought about uh, when Jesus went to uh, the little uh, town of Gadara and there was a demon-possessed man there that had been running in the tombs and they couldn't chain him and he was wild. But when Jesus got there, he delivered him from them demons and, and, uh, and those demons went into the hogs and the hogs ran off the vine. Well, then the, the, the town comes out and they don't want Jesus. They want him to leave. You know, you look at it and you think, well, if you saw the power of God deliver this wild man and now he's clothed and he's in his right mind and he's, you'd think that everybody would want Jesus to be there. But it seems they were more concerned about the hogs that had drowned, Uh, a business uh, had been lost than they were about a God who could do great and mighty things. And so I wonder if today, if that's not true in our lives, that we've uh, come to be more concerned about our finances and about our pleasures and, than we are about worshiping God. But I, I saw that and I thought, isn't that to the say they wanted to get rid of God over here. In F- the Philistines wanted to get rid of this, this, this art that represented God because he's, uh, his mighty hand is against them. And, uh, the people wanted Jesus to to go away, and and uh, and that reminds me of another another situation that I must mention. You know, uh, Jesus was arrested. He was uh, before Pilate. He was being tried. Pilate wanted to set him free because he realized it was jealousy and and all on the part of the Jewish rulers and leaders. And and as he tried, he he brought out a criminal, uh, a man who had was vicious by the name. of of barabbas and he said who do you want me to release jesus or barabbas here is jesus the son of god who has done nothing and here's barabbas a uh, wicked ungodly man what did they say give us barabbas give us barabbas and when i see that i think isn't that what we're saying? get rid of jesus we we don't want jesus because he is the man's or too much we have to uh, change the way we live we have to change the way we do things we we'd rather have Barabbas and so my friend when I see that and I think today about how uh, these Philistines they thought well we, we've got to get rid of this car. you know you would think that they would say "Wow, if if the God that uh, that Israel worships has the power that our idol would fall down, has the power to bring all the sick. Why don't we bow and worship him? Why don't we turn to him? And you see, God loves people. He loves the world. God doesn't just love America. I said I talk about America because that's where I am. But it's not God loves America. God loves the world. He didn't just love us. He loves the world. He gave his only begotten son for the world. And so anyone who is willing to turn to the Lord Jesus in faith will be saved. And so uh, these people, rather than turning to the Lord and seeing that he's a great God, they put that ark on a cart and they sent it back to Israel. Get it out of here. Get it away from us. I wonder today how many are listening today that as you look at your life, you may see a time in your life where you substituted something. You allowed something else to be the God of your life rather than the God who is. I want to encourage you today to take a moment and look and think about, are you really worshiping God? Are you really honoring God? Do you really see that he's the one and only God and all these other things? Listen, even the problems and difficulties that come in our lives, God is able to deliver us. God is able to provide everything we need. We need nothing beyond God. If we honor him and obey him and follow him, he'll lead us in the right way. I urge you today, think about your relationship. Are you walking in fellowship with God? He loves you. He wants to walk with you. He wants you to realize he's God. There is none other and that's why he gave even those Ten Commandments, that I shall have no other gods before me. You worship me and me alone. He is God. He's Lord. Thank you, God, for all you are. And may you bless and use us today for your glory. Everyone who is listening, Father, I pray you will touch lives and change us for the glory of God. To you be all glory, all honor, all praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Great is thy-